What's up, everybody? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast, the video game podcast the world deserves but does not need right now. That was from Batman. It doesn't really make sense, but... Can we get sued for that? Probably. Sweet. I don't know. Batman, you, I guess, are something that they deserve but they don't need, which is weird to say. I don't know, but it works for Batman. I'm Andy. Amar is across from me, as always. Yo. So there's going to be a hot new title making its way onto everyone's computers very soon. Soon as in, like, tomorrow. a day after this airs. So tomorrow. And yes, basically. It's aiming to be a pretty big one, and I'm not talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare and its gigantic download. That's like 250 gigs or something right now. It's I'm massive. just about to I know. It and it's like, it. I don't want to buy another copy just because it's like, I don't want to have to spend a whole day downloading that thing. Because I'm like, you have to download the one, the actual game. And then all these little packages that make it so you can play the different game modes. And I'm like, so what can I play if I download the game? Nothing. It's so weird. I always forget. I, I always cancel Spec Ops mode. Just so I can save myself some time, and it's like I think I don't that's the that. only one that you can like not have downloaded and play. It doesn't matter, else. yeah. But it's like if you have no interest in playing the campaign, you still need the campaign pack to fucking play multiplayer, and you need multiplayer pack one and two, yep. and all this other bullshit. We're talking about a big game, but it's not Call of Duty. It's called Valorant. It's the newest IP from Riot Games, the maker of League of Legends, which is pretty big news if you haven't heard of it. If you have heard of it, you I guess know how big of it how big it is and what I'm talking about. They decided to make their foray into the first-person shooter realm, and it's already kind of taking the gaming world by storm. We've only mentioned it a little bit in this podcast, just because it's been in the beta phase. It hasn't really been a big thing as of yet. I mean, there was an important beta, which we'll get to later, but the game hadn't really released yet. It was kind of a fast process, actually. So, But now it's set for a June 2nd release, which is the day after this podcast airs. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. If you're listening to this on a Monday, if you're not, June 2nd is when it releases. So thousands of people streamed the beta. There was tons of footage online for us to see how it plays and kind of gauge how many people are looking to play it. That's kind of what happens with betas. Betas are just around. So it's like, all right, see if there's any bugs, see if the, we can ha- our servers can handle this right now, see if people even like this game or want to play with it. Beta numbers aren't always representative of whether a game will succeed or not. <coughs> Star Wars Battlefront. <coughs> I mean, that was real bad. Why? That was just a game? No, that. Oh. <coughs> the game was also not great. The game, people hated the game when it came out. But, beta, but the okay beta now? was really big. Two is better. Two got better after a long time of working at it. I think it's okay now. Now it's free on PlayStation. So literally, Along with it COD, does not yeah. matter. Which that's a pretty good lineup. COD World War II and Star Wars Battlefront II. It's like, hell yeah. So beta numbers aren't always representative of how great a game's gonna be, but we can still kind of take it and manipulate that and say, okay, this game's gonna be pretty highly anticipated or it'll probably grow right out of the gate. So this episode, we're going to spend going over some of those beta numbers. We're also going to give our impressions of the game and talk about how we think it'll fare in the landscape of popular online games today. You got your Fortnites, you got your Warzones, you got your Apex Legends, CSGO, all that other fun stuff. Look, I look at it from kind of a both of a streaming angle as how it's going to fare, because that's really what is important is if people are going to want to watch the game. Not only are people playing it, but they're also watching it. 
And also we're going to talk about an esports competitive angle because that's kind of Riot's background and they are they want to probably put it in the esports world as soon as possible. So the question is, will Valorant be the next big thing in gaming or is Riot Games simply out of its league? That's a, Of legends. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Terrible. Before we get into that, we got some plugs that you guys can check out for us. Plugs? Yes. Look at our Twitter, at BCG Podcast. We have a Twitter, and it's pretty awesome. We'd appreciate it if you guys would follow our Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter account, create one, and we should be your first follow. That'd be awesome. And if you already have a Twitter, check us out. We tweet cool stuff. At BCG Podcast, or search Board Certified Gaming Podcast, and you'll probably see it. We also have an Instagram, at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. Very long title. You'll sh- we'll show up after the first, like, 10 letters anyway, so go find us. We have pictures on there about cool memes or our episode thumbnails, which we spend a lot of time making. And also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. If you guys would contribute to that, that could help us out in making better content, more content, different content, you know, all kinds of stuff. So check out that. Maybe consider supporting us. Help us out. That'd be awesome. So yeah, we're going to get into the nitty gritty right now. So Valorant, for those who don't know, it's made by Riot Games, which is known for League of Legends. And basically, that's it. They've made League of Legends, and they've just been hammering that game for everybody. It's just, hey, we're going to update the hell out of it, make it a huge game, and everybody is in love with it. But it's a completely different game. It's a MOBA, which I still don't fully understand. But it's just multiple, is it what is it, multiplayer online battle arena? Massive online? I don't know. But it's... That's the what, M is something. <laughs> the M is something. I know Battle Arena is the last two words, and online maybe makes sense for O. The whole point is it's a big online game where you're rushing bases and picking characters and taking out different kinds of things and attacking enemies and stuff. Way off from a first-person shooter. First-person shooters involve guns, and you can only see the gun and a pair of hands, and that's about it. So it's kind of weird... Not weird, I guess, because usually when companies have a successful title, they either make sequels or they just improve on that game, which is usually what we see. But Riot is like, you know what? We make one of the biggest games in the world. Why not try to make one of the biggest shooters in the world? And it's rare that you see a company have two very successful games out there that are both kind of aiming for the same kind of thing. That's why this whole topic makes sense and why Valorant is kind of an interesting study because it's like, is this thing going to last? Is this thing going to be big? Or is it just going to be something that Riot is like, eh, yeah, but League of Legends is there. So don't worry about that little side project. League of Legends is our number one, which I guess is the thing they can always you know, call on if they're like, if it doesn't do well, they can always say, well, yeah, it was just a, we tried, didn't work. We're just well, and they've probably got another team that's dedicated exclusively to this game. So yeah, I mean, they're they not can completely shut one out over the other. They've definitely got the resources. They've got the people behind it that can just do whatever they want, and just oh, hey, we're gonna have whatever studio on this Valorant game. If it does well, fine. If not, you guys are coming back and working on League of Legends or whatever other thing we decide to make. It's a relatively new company too. They were, I think, formed in two thousand six. And then I think League of Legends came out in 2009. And then they've just been improving on it ever since, which that's a long time to be in a game and just like, hey, we're making it better. 
It's still our yeah, bread and butter. Damn, 10 euros. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a very long time. We're always used to... We sequ- sophomores. We're always used to sequels coming out, or we're used to like them kind of giving up on it and going to a new game. But this one has just been... Good. League of Legends has been going strong. So Valorant was just this kind of out of nowhere thing that they're like, hey, in October of 2019, we have a new thing. It's called Project A, which is kind of a dumb name for like secret names. There's like Xbox kind of has all these weird uh, Scorpio or all these other stupid names, but it's like, eh, it's Project A. It's a project. It's our first one. Call it A. Why not? Like it's, you couldn't get anything from the name and they're like, okay, obviously it's not going to call be called Project A. That's a really stupid name. But later in March of this year, 2020, it was named Valorant, which I kind of dig. The name's not terrible. It's like one of those just one word things that you can just remember. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Like Fortnite, Warzone, Apex. I know Apex Legends is two words. I don't need you guys correcting me. But, you know, it's just, it's short. It's not some big, long, complicated thing that you need to remember. Smite, like League of Legends is probably the longest title in all of the you know, important games that are played right now. So it's kind of, which everybody is saying this, everybody, like literally everybody, it is a carbon copy and like they took Counter-Strike Go and Overwatch and just smashed them together. So it's a five for, 5v5 first-person shooter. There's search and destroy mode. That's basically what it is, which is, I think, the bread and butter of Counter-Strike Go, which is search and destroy. There's 24 rounds. Best of 24. That's a lot. 24 rounds in a match? You got to get to 13, and that, which I'd, I'd like to think that it's pretty quick because, I mean, what, Call of Duty can go up to 7 or 8. Yeah, 7 because it's best or first to 4. So you could have 4 and 3. Well, Call of Duty for like Search and Destroy goes up to like at most 11 rounds because it's like first to, I want to say, 6 or 7. Something like that. But But like everything else is like maybe 10, 15 minutes. But I think that they... Either the time runs out or you hit a... Fuck. You win. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Which if I just want to hop in and just play a quick game, like can I do that? I think so, but it's like... I'd like to think that they don't have that kind of... Like, that's a lot of rounds. And I don't think they have that unless it goes by quickly because then people are going to be pissed off if it's like, okay, I'm in here for like an hour and a half. I don't want to be here. I want to be done. Or it's like you can just leave and then someone will come back. Yeah, well, I haven't seen anything about this game other than like people talking about it. So I got to, yeah, I'll probably just download it because this thing will run on a fucking toaster. Yeah, it's not graphically the most impressive game in the world. It's not, (laughs) which kind of harkens to Counter Strike Go. Counter Strike Go is not the most graphically intense thing in the world at all csgo is also a much older game that is very old 2012 i want to say it's very old but it's they've stuck to their kind of simple style in valorant like we said search and destroy best of 24 so hope you get to 13 you win there's which i don't know if that math works out there's different weapons different weapon types so you can have pistols different kinds of pistols different kinds of machine guns different kinds of like what you would consider marksman rifles so either like snipers or like bolt action whatever's different kind of weapons same thing as csgo where like you don't have a preload you have to like pay for weapons i think so yes because overwatch isn't like that right overwatch is not like that you get one weapon because that's the character's weapon but there's 32 characters mm-hmm. i think 30 something now doesn't they keep adding characters but i think valorant does the same kind of system like csgo where you have to buy these weapons but from what i've seen 
it doesn't really matter, which I think Counter-Strike is the same way. It doesn't really matter what your gun is. You can still kill people with it. It's not like that gun is trash. Nobody buys it. Nobody uses it because it can't kill anybody. A pistol will do the same kind of thing as an assault rifle or as a bolt action rifle. It's kind of, and your knife, you know, they always have the same kind of knife where you just like, I don't know if I've seen anybody in combat just walk with their knife, just like held out in front of them, not moving, just like gliding forward. It's always weird knife combat, but they always got to make a knife a thing. It's the worst possible move in any kind of combat situation to just carry a knife and run around. I get you're faster, but that's not how it works. That's not how weight works. You're still carrying a gun, but they always have knives. But it's kind of the same, like, yeah, you can have different weapons. They'll all do the same kind of thing. It's just what you think is cooler or what you like to work with better. There are 11 different what are called agents. Those are the characters that you play as. And here's where Overwatch comes in. Yes, it's a combat based on mostly guns and mostly like cornering people and getting headshots, but you have a special ability with each person. And I'm assuming it's probably like one or two special abilities because one special ability would get really boring. So you just have these unique characters that is like this person shoots out a bolt of whatever and this like covers this area in smoke or this person has poison and this person blah, blah, blah. So you got to pick whichever person you like to use and like, oh, I like the look of that. Oh, I got different skins for that. I really like their special ability. You know, at a certain point, it doesn't matter because either you can shoot people or you can't, or you can use their special ability or you can't. Most of the stuff is cosmetic and it's just like, hey, we can make this different kind of looking model. So why not put them in there? And then they're going to just, hey, we added a new person. Hey, we have 15 agents now. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a future thing that, hey, we can add more people, even though the mechanics are basically the same. You're either shooting something, throwing something, leaving something behind, like as a mine or something. It's it's all boils down to the same stuff, but they try to make it as intricate and as different as possible so people can get a different experience. I have heard, though, you get to pick one character and then you're locked into that character the whole game. Whereas in Overwatch, you can switch your hero provided nobody else is that hero at any well, time. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That way you're not just like swapping out. You're just committing to one for that yes, game. Yes, which I see people's benefits of doing that, but I also get the point where it's like, okay, this person really sucks and I hate using them. I just got stuck with them. I want to be able to try other pre- other people, especially early on. I don't want to get locked in with somebody for an entire, like if there are this many rounds, I don't want to get locked in with them for an, a half an hour and I'm like, well, this person sucks. That just killed whatever fun I had like right now it's valorant is just like every other game that's coming out right now it's free to play it costs you zero dollars right away but it'll run on literally anything microtransactions i mean what did you expect yeah it's there did are, you really think anything different yeah, those aren't going away anytime soon don't no, it's free to play that's how they're making money yeah. Which is free to play with no microtransactions. This thing wouldn't even it be a thing. It'd yeah, be fucking this, dead in a week. This would be like a free game that doesn't expect... It'd be by some small studio that doesn't expect to make any kind of money other than like advertising. <laughs> if they can afford advertising. If that. So it's free to play with microtransactions. Get over it. Don't buy anything if you don't want it. And But it's not play to win. Mostly cosmetic things. That's what I've heard. Because I think people are scorned too much about play to win like mario kart tour was play to win and a lot of people were pissed off about that because like i can't 
advance because I'm just getting killed by everybody that's has better carts than me. All these other games that are play to win, if you just get a better gun, everybody would buy that gun, everybody would win. So it's like, why does anybody bother playing? They just get pissed off. So I think they're doing it right by like, okay, well, yeah, there's microtransaction if you want different skin or if your gun wants a skin or if you want like some other cool looking thing, but it's going to do the same shit that it always does, which I think is okay. I don't, I've... Cosmetics are fine. That's never bothered me. That's never been a problem that microtransactions itself is not a problem unless they are, you got like, everybody's going to buy this thing because we put the best possible thing on a paywall and you got to buy it and then everybody will just kiss your ass because you are just the greatest thing ever as long as you have this thing that we put in for like three dollars and it's like you know everybody's going to hear about that you know everybody's going to pay that three dollars you know everybody's going to buy that and then it's like well what the fuck's the point of even playing if i gotta already spend an extra three dollars to just be anywhere close to what everybody else is so people don't do it and valorant is like you know what microtransactions for cosmetic stuff that's it and they're going to obviously add more agents, more maps in the future, and those will be free just because. It's like, who wants to pay for things anymore? It's just all free-to-play modes. Which Call of Duty should go? Call of Duty should just be free-to-play. They're starting to with Warzone. I wouldn't yes. be surprised if like the next, like next, within the next two or three years if we just see COD being just it's another one. free-to-play it's game. It's one, and then they update the hell out of it. I would just love them to do that. So I don't know how much money they'd make doing that. Probably though. not a ton, but they got enough. They'll be fine. So like we said before, this is a mixture between Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, and Overwatch. Almost like a they just picked certain parts of each game and smacked them together. These are two big games also. These aren't like some random little obscure things that they just stole parts from. These are big games that literally have giant esports followings that are, hey, these are big fucking deals that everybody cares about, everybody loves. What if we just took parts of these games and made our own? Yes, that's kind of cheating. It's kind of crappy if they're like, hey, well, we made a game out of just two already huge games that existed. We just took like parts of them, which I guess Overwatch could have done that. Counter-Strike could have done that, but they didn't. Nobody took them both parts and put them together, which I guess props, I don't know. But I guess it's not the dumbest thing in the world because then you can kind of steal it's easier to steal players from Overwatch and from Counter-Strike Go if you have some of the same elements in your game as it is in their games. They're not going to be like, this is a completely different game that I have no idea what this is. I don't like it because I like this game I played before. That's the whole point. Is They kind of have this as kind of a judo move of we're going to take your players out from under you by kind of doing what you do, but a little bit different slash a little bit better. That's their, I guess, model here. And Valorant had a big beta, huge beta. Started April 7th and ended May 28th, so just a few days ago. About two months, not exactly. About, you know, month and a half, a little bit more. And it was a big deal. I mean, as soon as it came out, the beta was released, everybody was playing it, and everybody was watching it on Twitch too because there were key drops on Twitch. So if you were watching a streamer, you would randomly maybe get a drop with the beta key and then you could play, which I've never seen before. I don't know if anybody else has done that where it's like, you've got to, I think I'm sure somebody has, I'm sure this isn't a new concept, but it's just interesting to see how many people were just watching just to hopefully get a key. And they're like, all right, cool. I'm out. I don't really care. I just created a Twitch account today just to watch and hopefully get a key and then play it. Even though it's like, 
I've never wanted to play a beta that bad where I'm like, I'm just going to watch this person as long as it takes to get a beta key. I've never been that type of person. I'm like, the game is coming out at some point. I'll just play it. And I, I, was can, and I like can watch my, it. I was waiting for one of my buddies to get a beta key because like I don't have a gaming PC, but this thing literally will run on a yeah. fucking office computer. So I told him, I was like, if you have a fucking beta key, just toss it in my yeah, way. Yeah, go ahead. And I'm not going to say no to playing a free game. Yeah, and it, and it was kind of an important thing where it's like, yeah, maybe I'd like to be a part of that. But it's like, I didn't want to put in the work by watching and then there's thousands of people watching somebody and it's like, how are you going to get the one out of every, you know, seven that dropped? It's right. Like, yeah. It's like not even a, I didn't care that much. And with this beta, there was kind of a controversy regarding their anti-cheating software. So in their anti-cheating software, there is, it's basically the problem was they're worried. People are worried that they're going to have access to your computers and they're just going to have all your data just like, hey, we're going to do whatever we want with it because you buy this game or you play this game, you sign, you agree to all the terms and conditions, which means we can do whatever we want with your data. But they were assuring people that, hey, we're not getting any data back from our anti-cheating software. We're not, we're not touching any of it. We're not doing anything with it. And also they were like, hey, here's a bug bounty program, which is basically like, if somebody finds a bug, somebody finds some kind of thing that's wrong with the software or a hole in the security or whatever, you get paid for it. You get paid handsomely for doing that for you, a lot of different companies. Which is a job I'd love to do. That sounds awesome. If I knew anything about software, <laughs> I would just do that. And it's like, yep, that thing's wrong. Here you go. Pay me. Like that's They care about this, which is there are com tons of companies that don't do that. They don't give a shit until something happens and they're like, oh, yeah, that was a problem. We knew about that. Sorry. The class action lawsuits. And yes, then everybody gets so happy and then they have to pay out. Then you get this notice that's like, yep, there was a breach. Sorry. I'm like, oh, there's 20 bucks in my bank account for some reason. Yeah, you get a letter in the mail. Did you buy this game in the last three years because yes, your data might be this, stolen? I did buy this vibrator back in 2012. How did you know? I mean, hey. It you, did it did shock me. Do you still have that vibrator? No, I had to return it in order to get the settlement. Ah, but I got a true. new one. Well, as long as you got a new one, that's the important part. Now this one shocks you when you ask it to. Yeah, now that's the goal of it is to shock you. Right. They just re repackaged it. It's like now it's a, it shocks you. Yeah, that's that's what like, it's supposed to do. Fuck it. Put it in your ass and let it rip. So this beta ended. It was a big deal. A lot of people played it. And... It's going to release five days after the beta ends. People are still playing it. How? It's closed, I thought. Probably like early just release copies or something. Maybe. I don't know. I just popped on Twitch. There's a couple of people that are fucking playing it. So. Which is weird. But the whole point is... Either early release or you just got into a server that hasn't shut down yet. Probably they did the Halo thing. Didn't they keep like Halo 2 alive for like months just because they just did not leave yeah people they kept it alive for a few months because people did not want to stop playing halo 2 which and I, then they released the master chief collection and then people were like okay fine we'll stop playing halo 2 yeah i mean i wouldn't want to give up halo 2 either so but it's weird that it's releasing five days after the beta ends i feel like a beta is like all right we are testing this thing we're making sure unless you are a hundred percent sure that your beta is fine and your game is ready to release, I don't think five days after the beta is over. Because then what's the point of a beta other than it's like drumming up 
attention and getting people to want it. Well, it's the hype factor, but it's also you've got five days to iron out all the last But is things. that enough time? I don't think that's enough time. That's pretty cool. You'll quick. find out. I guess, yeah. If there's a lot of, I guess they probably didn't spend much money on their bug bounty program because nobody reported anything. We'll find out Tuesday morning if everything's just shot to shit or Which, if you can play smoothly. I do not want to. I'm thinking about it. Like just booting it up on Tuesday and be like, okay, let's see if the servers are able to handle it. But yeah, I'm going to do it. Who knows? It's not like I'm going to have anything better to do. I'm going to be sitting, working from home, waiting for a call. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing is, is it too soon? Or should they have probably taken a couple extra days, maybe a week or two to just like really iron stuff out? Paige from WWE is streaming on Twitch right now. Hell yeah. Is she playing Valorant? No, she's just chatting. Oh, well, I mean, talk to her. Should ask her if she still enjoys cum in her face. You should. You should ask her if she's been in any sex tapes recently. So the beta ended and we have data now we have some statistics about how everybody was digging it what who was all watching how many people were playing it so this is kind of actually pretty nuts valorant got to got up to three million daily players that's a lot for a beta for two months like that's huge three million players and this thing hasn't even released yet and it's going to be a free-to-play game that all it did was help it by saying all these people are playing it you're missing out Come get it June 2nd and play it. And just every and most of them were just, hey, I got a beta key from watching it. And in in turn, Twitch numbers were massive. Streaming numbers, period, were massive. I'm sure, I'm sure people were playing on Mixer, even though Mixer doesn't matter anymore. I just love it. They signed all these people and then nobody watches Mixer. I started watching Mixer. I it's the numbers are crazy. Like it's I think they, they gained like 0.03%. That's nothing. I watch Stallion eighty three a lot because yeah. he's just like playing guy. games. Yeah, he's yeah. achievement hunting, just hanging out. So, but now I'm gonna watch Paige on Twitch. Oh yeah, so I'm back to Twitch. Say hi, chat from. Say sup, hi from us. Sub baby. So it got four hundred and seventy million viewing hours. That's a lot of hours. There's only twenty four hours in a day. I'm not gonna do the math, but that's a lot of days, a lot of years. So on the first day, the first day of the beta, there was 1.7 million views on Twitch. So people were watching 1.7 million views total on like people watching at the same time on Twitch the first day. That was equal to a League of Legends World Championship final, the 2019 final. Wow. That's crazy. That that many people were like, you know what? We're going to watch this stuff. First day, sure, Valorant, we'll check it out. And, And that same amount of people watched a League of Legends World Championship final. They got 34 million viewing hours in one single day, which is a Twitch record. That's a lot. 34 million hours in one day. Just that many people watching that long. Now, you should take all of these numbers with kind of a grain of salt. Obviously, we are in a pandemic right now. A lot of people are at home. A lot of people have more time to watch stuff and play stuff. So it's like, obviously, viewing hours are going to be up because people are just sitting on their computers doing nothing but watching porn and then watching Valorant. I, for one, was not one of them. I didn't watch Valorant. That's a joke. I didn't watch porn either. Okay. Okay, okay I lied. I did. So, not on my work computer. So obviously, these numbers are not typical of a situation like this because more people were watching because there was literally nothing else to do, because they were already on the computers, because this kind of had a beta at probably the perfect time for this game. I mean, if it was 
two months ago, like, okay, maybe three months ago, like February, I don't think people would give a crap as much as they gave now where it's like, oh, cool, new game by big company that makes another good game. I have nothing else going on. I'm going to watch it, get a beta key, all this other stuff, because that's the whole thing. You drop beta keys so you get people watching other Twitch streamers and just get the name out there. And then by doing that, you get more people playing. And then those people that get beta keys might be streaming it as well. So it's just you, it's this weird pyramid scheme of getting views on Twitch and getting your name out there. But it, you know, we'll see if it worked. I don't know if all the success is going to carry over from the beta to the actual release of the game. It might. I mean, five days after the beta, people were probably like, okay, it hasn't even been a week. I want to play this game again. So maybe that's their strategy. Who knows if it'll even work? But that is the question. Will this be able to compete with the likes of Counter-Strike Go, Overwatch, the two games it emulates? Will it be able to compete with Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex, just chatting on Twitch? <laughs> I mean, that's that's always going to take over. But. Hey, man, as long as there's attractive women and simps out there just chatting is always going to be popular that's true it's never going to be just chatting so they're just are, fapping which that's what it is basically so there are a lot of reasons for and some reasons against why it kind of will stack up between all of these great games that are out there right now these big popular games these big heavy hitters right now so we're going to talk about why yes and why no so yes Riot is huge. It is a big game company. Not in terms of volume or in terms of quantity of games, in terms of we make a shitload of money from League of Legends. Everybody loves our game. Everybody plays it. My little brother plays League of Legends. Does he? Yeah. He loves, he loves the hell out of it. He's just going nuts. I have no idea. I've never played League of Legends before in my life, but I thought about it. It's probably like how Smite is, I would assume. Which I like Smite. Some other MOBA. Yeah. So it's like, you or know like what? Halo Wars. I'd give it a shot. I'd be willing to because I know I have that idea of everybody has played it. It's FOMO. It's fear of missing out. Like, I don't want to be the one person that hasn't played League of Legends. It's a game that everybody loves. There's an esports following to it already. You know, League of Legends is huge. So Riot's got a little cash. It's got a little cash that I can put towards this game. I'm imagining since that they only update an older game, that their development budget for this game, their marketing budget for this game is fucking huge. They're just like, yeah, we don't need to spend a bunch of money making all these games and try to get a bunch, cast a wide net on stuff. We just have this one game that's really popular that people put a bunch of money in that we can just use to finance this new game and we have tons left over. Because all we've done is just update this other game, which doesn't take a lot to do. So they just probably have just Boku bucks just sitting there waiting. They're like, hey, sure, if we want to make a first-person shooter, let's do it. So they have no problem marketing it out. They have no problem probably paying Twitch streamers to play it. They have no problem sending out... Or Mixer streamers. Yeah, or Mixer, oh, sorry, or Mixer streamers, or YouTube gaming, or Facebook gaming, which if you play on Facebook gaming, God help you, that sucks. I'm sorry, Facebook is awful. So that's a reason, yes. Another one, it's literally not a battle royale. That genre is getting kind of stale, where if Valorant was a battle royale... I'm so fucking glad. I know. If Valorant was a battle royale, I'm pretty sure people would be like, oh, great, another fucking battle royale. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought we were done with this. I thought they made them all. All the big guys made a battle royale, and then we're done. I know 
We have kind of a dis- disdain for battle royales. I know we're kind of sick of them. Warzone's kind of fun just because I enjoy Call of Duty. That's it. That's the only reason I like Warzone because Call of- I have to play Call of Duty to get there. So it's just we give a little bit extra shit to battle royales because it's be kind of kind of become a meme at this point. It's become just like, a, oh, well, yeah, another battle royale coming out. Oh, another battle royale. Oh, they're trying to battle royale now. Where it's nice to see that a big game by a big company is now just a first-person shooter. It's just like, hey, 5v5, search, search and destroy, cool characters, fun powers, decent-looking guns, have fun. I'm excited for that reason. It's not a battle royale. This is not a new concept, but it does meld two popular games together, which is what I was talking about earlier, meaning they could definitely steal some players from Overwatch, from CSGO, and say, hey, this game takes what you play and kind of tweaks it or makes it better or is from a company that you might like. So you might want to try it or you might love this or you might not hate this. So it's like, hey, come on over. I think that's a viable method if someone made like a cartoonish Fortnite looking game, but it was a first person shooter, I feel like they would take some people away from Fortnite. It's not a terrible business model to try to appeal to those people. If you're appealing to Fortnite players, then you're appealing to the stupid. That's just my opinion. Wow. Don't get, yeah, I know. You don't, get, don't get pissed at me or go ahead. They're going care. to. Go ahead. I don't care. If any of you guys that listen to this play Fortnite, I'm sorry. But DM me for the address. We'll throw bricks through his window. Please don't. So I know which one is his bedroom window. So if people they want to everybody wants to steal customers away from other games in the genre. That's just how it is. Call of Duty wants to steal battle battlefield players. It wants to steal all these other first person shooter players. That's what it lives on. Battlefield is like, hopefully you enjoy this and not Call of Duty. Hopefully you enjoy this and not all these other shooters. I know I can't think of any other shooters but Battlefield and Call of Duty, but that's the example I gave you. Deal with it. So they're hoping to steal some people, and they probably will be successful. People will try it, especially because it's free, which is the next op- next reason. It's free. People can try it and have zero risk involved. Yeah, if you hate it, put it down. Yeah, if you hate it, just get it off your library and nobody gives a shit. You know, they'll find somebody else that likes it. It's free. The risk in making a game that's free is obviously if zero people play this game, we spent money building a game that nobody bought and we did not get any profits from. But there are people out there that will play this and that will spend money on it and they will make their money back. But they don't need to, which is my first, which was back to my first point. They don't really need to make their money back on this. They can kind of take this hit and be like, all right, we're trying this thing. If people like it, people like it. If they hate it, we still have literally one of the biggest games of all time sitting right here doing the same thing it's always been doing, and that's generating cashola. So it's got an, you know, it's got a free model. Free usually sounds better to people. I mean, I like free stuff. I don't, you know something's free, I might be more interested in it than if it costs like $3. But I mean, I'm waiting for the time where free to play doesn't make money. So then instead of charging $60 or charging nothing for it, they charge like $3. Where it's like, it's not free to play. It's not your typical AAA title that's $60. It's $5 or something like that. It's like, give us some because we don't think we're going to make money off of this right away. Another reason is they can probably get enough people playing it to kind of continue on this whole 
publicity tour. Usually if games have enough budget, have enough money, they can pay streamers, they can pay pros, they can pay anybody. I've seen so many people that are like, I'm giving up my Fortnite career to become a pro Valorant player. And I'm like, cool. Good for you, man. Good for you. I don't care. Like, I guess that's like a someone in baseball saying, you know what, I'm going to take up football. But at the end of the day, you're still a fucking athlete, so you should be able to figure it out. Baseball is not that complicated. Swinging a wooden bat and hitting a ball. All you baseball players, fine. Feel free to come after me. I think you're borderline athletes. That's a conversation for another time. pissing everybody off today. Yes, I am. I'm coming for blood. So if they can get enough pros or streamers or important people playing it, I think they can buy themselves a little bit more time and buy themselves a little bit more attention because people are stupid that way in like, oh, my favorite streamer plays this. Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to play this game or I'm going to continue watching this game and all this other stuff. That's just how the model works now. If you get, which is kind of the streaming angle, if you get people to stream it a lot, if it's gaining a bunch of views on Twitch, it will gain a lot of money, a lot of players, a lot of people buy their games off of Twitch because they watch it and they're like, that looks fun. I want to play it. And finally, it might, another reason why it might work and why it might stack up to the giants in the industry right now is that it does take, hopefully, some of the best parts of two very popular games. If it does improve on them, if it does take the parts that everybody likes, then this could be very, very popular. Overwatch has a lot of detail. It's very cartoony. It's got 30 characters and multiple game modes, all these interesting maps and different things you got to do. I was going to ask, how many game modes are there in Overwatch? There's a bunch. I have no idea. Can you just pick one and play, or does it just throw you into like a mosh It depends. I think you can be specific in what you're looking for, but most of the time it's like you have no idea what the game mode is or where it is. You just have to play it. There's like push that cart and then there's all these other game modes where it's like all right this is push the cart but it's like even more like intricate than before so it's just overwatch is a little bit more on the complex side where it's like there's a lot of options there's a lot of combinations of different different things you can do whereas counter-strike go it's more simplified it's more you know you're doing this one thing you have to do it very well because it takes, there are Counter-Strike Go players that are just nuts and oh, yeah. super good at that game. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. And and it's on PC, so there's just pinpoint accuracy for fucking days. I, don't, I am scared to play that game because I feel like I'm just going to get my ass handed to me all day because, you know, I, all the sport injuries have kind of, you know, taken their toll on my hand-eye coordination. So I can hold a controller, but that's about it. If I get on a mouse, I'm going to probably have carpal tunnel in a week. So just... They scare well, me. Then you can't play Valorant. I, which I'm going to try. I don't know. I think, but I think that's the point. I think Valorant might be a little bit more approachable. It might be a little bit, okay, you don't need to have the most skill imaginable. If you want to be this super pinpoint shooter and have all these little literal military tactics, go play Counter-Strike Go. If you want all this cartoony bullshit, go play Overwatch. There's a ton of different people you can play as and all this other interesting shit. Go ahead. This is more of a, we take certain parts of these and make it our own, so it's more of a streamlined experience of those two games put together. There are, are a few reasons why this game, why Valorant won't stack up, because, you know, it. not all games, just because they're made by big studios, are going to succeed. I mean, there are how many games that just don't go anywhere? They don't gain any kind of traction whatsoever, even though they had a huge budget behind them. Uh, why? One reason why they wouldn't, 
is they might end up taking the worst things from Counter-Strike Go and Overwatch. They might take the bad things that people were like, yeah, I don't like this. Why did they, why is this part of their game? I didn't want this in Overwatch. I'm still waiting for Overwatch to take it out. Or Counter-Strike Go really does this thing I hate, but now this game does it too. Like, fuck, I'm not going to play this game either. I'm not going to like it. That's always a thing. Whenever you make a game, there's always going to be people that, yeah, you improved on this section of whatever other game that's in the genre of it or kind of close to it, but you did this. I don't like this. You can't please everybody with anything, especially with this podcast. We barely please anyone. <laughs> that's, Let alone ourselves. I know. I'm barely pleased. So <laughs> I'm just in a constant state of anger. I try, you know, I try. But you can only please so many people and you can only make a game that caters to so many people. And if it caters to everybody, it's probably going to be crap. That's just how it works. So it might take the worst parts of Counter-Strike Go, it might take the worst parts of Overwatch and just formulate itself into one game that just people just trash. Another I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine, but it, that's, a, that's a concern. Every small little communities. Like, yeah. It's not going away and Riot is a decent developer. They know what they're doing. Another reason is people have to be willing to leave a game that they've been playing for months and years now. Like you said, Counter-Strike. do that shit all the time. They do, but Counter-Strike Go's been out since you said, what, 2012, something like that. Overwatch has been going for years. Fortnite's been, unfortunately, a game for a couple years now. Yeah, but a lot of those games that are very similar, especially those streams, like you go pick a random Twitch streamer that's streaming Overwatch, go to their videos. I guarantee you it's like every other day is like, today I'm playing Overwatch, today I'm playing Valorant, today I'm playing... True fucking hearthstone or whatever like. but you still need to make sure that all of these people that aren't streaming the game are playing it because if you just rely on those people that are streaming that number runs out especially when a new game comes out and everybody wants to rush to be the one streamer that's being good at that game that gets all the views because they're going to switch games period anyway you just got to make sure that all the people that are watching it or all those joe schmoes at home are playing the game too so it's it's always tough to try to get people to leave a game they're playing or try to be the new kid on the block because usually somebody has to go down. Somebody has to lose players. Somebody has to, because they can't just create people unless this game is just that out there, that new, that it caters to people who have never played video games before or the new people that are coming into playing video games. Like, yeah, I've never seen that before. This is the first time I've heard of any game like that. I'm going to pick up video games and play Valorant. That's a rare occasion. So they have to take some players, viewers, whatever, consumers from somebody. And usually if somebody has to go down, it's likely the new guy that has that struggles with it and then just doesn't really... Because Apex had that. Apex was literally at its apex. It was huge. It was a big game, but then now it's like the ugly stepbrother who's like, yeah, with Fortnite, Warzone, all these other games are ahead of you. Because... It's in one world. Yeah, it's not that high anymore. It's not big. Warzone's bigger. Fortnite's bigger. Counter-Strike goes bigger. What, World Twitch? of Warcraft was even bigger. On Twitch? Yeah. That's, that means nothing. I know, but it's still. It's a wash. These games are still, like, who's playing Apex, though? A ton of people are playing Apex. I guess. It's just not a ton of them are watching people play Apex. I guess, but I'm just saying. I wouldn't I wouldn't qualify a game's success based on Twitch. But streams. I haven't seen Apex really innovating itself or making itself stand out and be new it's adding new characters but that's Fortnite better. or any of them either. Fortnite's having concerts and all this other garbage so at least it's there's <laughs> yeah. probably 
there's a lot more 12 year olds playing Fortnite, I guess, than there are regular people. I mean, just chatting is fucking like, dude, just chatting the is the second like, highest. You're going to tell me that that's more like innovative than just fucking chatting Apex? is a Goliath, man. Yeah, but, that means nothing, I guess. honestly. I'm just saying, I'd like to think that there are games that try to do what everybody's doing or try to be the new guy, and then they end up having this kind of, but it makes sense though that these games try to have their big thing and they try to be the next great game but then they just kind of go back to the middle like everybody else because it only lasts a certain amount of time whereas some of the games are always like call of duty is going to be in the big ones always just because it's call of duty these games have a reputation of being these big games and if you try to be this new one new kid on the block you're going to either be successful and keep that and become the next call of duty or whatever or you're just going to fade back into where everybody else goes like battlefield or something Battlefield is still kind of a big game, but it pales in comparison to some other games out there right now in terms of popularity. The next point as to why it probably might not be as successful, and this is kind of, it could go either way. This Riot Games also develops League of Legends. It's going to try to say, hey, this is a new game we have. It's huge. We'd like to make it a big deal. It's hard to have two big deals in your repertoire, in your quiver of games. So they're going to be kind of in, not it's semi-direct competition with League of Legends. They're going to be like, all right, we have two games. We got to try to manage how we're doing this, how we're marketing each of these games, because we don't want to spend too much time on this game when they don't care about this. And it's taking away dollars, eyeballs away from our other game. That's just, they don't want to have too much direct competition with each other. And then the final thought is people might not like this game over time. It might just be a game that isn't that popular. They might just rely on their reputation, rely on a blitzkrieg of Twitch and marketing and all this other stuff right off the gate with the beta. And then it just might take a nosedive after a while just because people get bored with it or, or it's not innovative enough or Riot has really kind of been out of their league. And it's like, you guys are not ready for a first-person shooter. You tried, but it's it's not a finished product. That's another reason why this thing could kind of tank. It'll probably do well just because Riot has a lot of money and a lot of great minds behind them, but who knows if they can do first-person shooters. They haven't done it before. It's hard to do. It's hard to have a successful one. Me, personally, I think it looks interesting. I think it's a game that's going to... I'm going to stream it. I think I'm going to play it. It's free. Who cares? Again, it's not a battle royale, so I think I'd have a little bit more fun with it. I enjoy search and destroy kind of mode, so I think I'm I'm going to enjoy it. And then I kind of like the Overwatch. I enjoy playing Overwatch just because of the cool, unique characters that you can play as and the different kind of powers where it's like, I really like this power because I do a lot of good things with it or I can help a lot with it. And then it kind of changes how your mindset is like, oh, this is a healer. I am really good at healing, so I'm going to just try healing. So I think it'll probably do well right out of the gate just because it's got a lot of money behind it and they want it to be successful because they want to make money, obviously. But I have no idea to know a couple of years from now if everybody's talking about how Valorant is you know, up there with the rest of them. We don't know. That's just, you know, I know that's not going to be very, oh, why did I listen if you guys don't know what the hell the future is going to hold? But hey, who does? So we're excited to see what Valorant has to offer. I mean, with the new consoles coming out and if it's only on PC, who knows if they're even going to have, if this is the right time to even come up with a new first person shooter. I mean, 
unless it's on consoles too, then, you know, they're running the gamut on that. But because Fortnite's going to be available on the new consoles and Call of yeah, Duty's but... already going to be. So it's like if you're only a PC game, maybe they could pivot to just, okay, it's on PS5 and Xbox Series X now. They already said that they're open to that, but they're not focusing on yeah, it right because now. Yeah, because I think it takes a lot of development time to do that, especially with Correct. all the computing power that's available. Yeah, but, but at this point, it's just speculation. They just got out of beta. I, yeah. I wouldn't look into a console release for a few more years or even bother talking about it. Yeah, so it's like may they have to really hope that people still want to play this game. They will. If it's been as popular as it has been with everybody wanting to play it, it's fine. Twitch, yeah. Mixer, YouTube Gaming, none of those metrics mean anything. True. So then you're just discounting the whole entire episode. <laughs> I told you I earlier, know, like, I'll it, it doesn't it, mean yeah. anything. Like, it, if you, 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 yeah, it doesn't welcome, mean anything. You're but... welcome to run across Twitch numbers, but that shit changes every single... PewDiePie can start playing... Like, Minecraft Dungeons was, like, the hottest game, and it's not even in the top ten anymore. Yeah. Twitch is just fucking, hey, I want to watch this right now. It's That's like true. TV. It is kind of a basis to see okay these people are interested the basis in this to see thing. how many people are interested in it but it yeah. doesn't constitute it, it, the quality of the game which i did you fucking hate fortnite but it's the it's, most popular yeah. game based I on know. install base and based on how many people are watching it on fucking twitch yeah. i guess it's just the only numbers we have right now is how many people were playing it how many people were watching it just to see those are the numbers that you're going to have to look at you're yeah. not going to want to look at who's watching it you're going to have to actually look at like i don't know if they're releasing it through like their own um client or if they're gonna have it like through steam or whatever that but i don't know which i hope it's it's probably there through their own like ride store or something no shit. it's probably yeah. through their own like launcher, launcher yeah and there's fucking people that can tell you right now how many concurrent players there are for fucking league of legends yeah i mean it'll just be interesting to see where it goes what its trajectory looks like if it even makes some kind of dent in the gaming sphere i'm sure it will it'll have its fine. it'll have its player base it's a it's a fresher CS:GO, one of the most popular five v five games you could ever play. But it's, I'm saying the point is, it does kind of model a lot of games that are out there that people might be like, yeah, but I have. Why play this game when I've got the epitome of that here? Why play Valorant when I have CS:GO? Why play Valorant when I've been playing Overwatch? So it's just that's the conversation. It's free. That's true. It's and free. that's where all my friends are playing Overwatch, is, and that's what everyone's watching. That's true. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Riot Games is a good company. We're rooting for them. Hopefully, mm. you know, <laughs> they are an okay company. We are semi rooting, semi rooting for them. I guess at the end of the day, they are making millions of dollars. We are not, unless you guys want to support our Patreon. That'd be awesome. If you want to give us millions of dollars, that's fine. I'll do fucking absolutely nothing. I'll sexually harass someone for a million dollars. Really? Probably. How if bad, you give though? me, well, I mean. You, you tell me you're the oh, one paying okay, for so, it. Okay, so my million dollars judges the limit on how much you'd sexually harass somebody. Yeah, like if you want me to just kind of like you know whistle at somebody for a million dollars, I'll fucking whistle for a million dollars. Yeah. Duh, you know that's true. Well, then I'll next also time I get a million dollars. I'll, I'll also like, undress you with my eyes for a million dollars. There's no, there's no tears here. I do that. I'd, I'd undress you with my eyes for free. <laughs> I'm in the business of making money, my friend. That's true. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Go play Valorant. It's going to be out tomorrow. Check it out. It's free. Literally will run on whatever the hell computer you have. <coughs> I don't even care. Like, just think it's like a, you only need um, like an Intel HD, like 3000 to run it. Yeah. So you could literally walk into a fucking any like. Run it on a Raspberry Pi. Mm, no. Probably yeah, not. But maybe. I mean, it might, there's got to be some. Mm. hacker out there or some computer whiz out there that's figuring it out how to mm. work it no it actually can't because it doesn't i don't think you can get windows to run on a raspberry pi ah then never mind so but go try it it's free 
I'm sure Riot Games will like it if you guys play it. We're going to give it a shot because, like we said, it's free. I'm going to get it, on my work computer to have something to do. It looks fun. You're at home. What the fuck are you going to do right now? Go play Valorant. Check it out. If it sucks, it'll do what other games that suck do and just fade into non-existence, Obscurity. fade into irrelevance. You know, People won't play it anymore, and they'll be like, okay, that sucked. League of Legends. That's Yep, we're League of Legends. That's what we do. Valorant? Never heard of it. That's usually what's going to happen. They're just going to forget it existed. And if it's successful, they're going to be like, yeah, we make two badass games right now. So respect us. And I'm interested interested to see because they're going to push this into esports like as soon as possible. They're probably already fucking... Probably. Have they have plans in place to do that. So I'm just saying this is... It's not hard to. It's not hard to. And it seems like the kind of game that you get five, you know, 18-year-olds together and have an esports team. Go ahead. So we're going to see the development of Valorant. We're going to play it. We're going to give it a shot. I'd like to see also how they update it, if they really care about it, and they update it kind of frequently or semi-frequently, add new stuff, or if they're just like, that's what it is. We're not going to touch it. We're just You better like it or play something else. I'm going to drop $20 and go play Warface Breakout. Yeah, let's do it, even though I don't know how many people are playing Warface. I don't know, but it's 20 bucks. What we had a discussion lose? before this on what the difference between Warface and Warframe was, and I still have zero idea. Warfa- Warface looks cool. I think I'm going to buy it. Frameface. Frame War. <laughs> okay, well, we will see you guys next week. We appreciate you guys listening. Have a good one.